Cash is king. That's the way the old saying goes. Cash is king, especially in an economic downturn. But this week, Chase, the largest US bank, and American Express, one of the nation's largest card issuers, entered negotiations to help United Airlines and Delta Airlines. But here's the thing. The banks are not negotiating to provide the airlines a cash loan. Instead, they're bargaining to buy up the airline's loyalty points or air miles. In this edition of FinTech Friday, is cash still king? Loyalty companies think not. I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco on April 17th, and this is FinTech Friday, brought to you by Cardlinks. It's great to be with you. On the show today, we discuss how consumers and businesses are shifting to buying with loyalty points instead of cash. So that old saying about cash is king, well, maybe that's not true anymore in a downturn. Maybe, just maybe, loyalty points are king. Hard to believe? As evidence for this wacky theory, Exhibit A. Reports emerged this week that the largest banks in the U.S. and one of the largest card issuers were negotiating to help two of the nation's largest airlines. Not with a loan, not with a cash infusion, but by buying one of their most valuable assets, airline mileage loyalty points. And Exhibit B. Most loyalty points programs have seen a significant surge in redemptions as consumers scramble to use up those points instead of cash. And believe me, there are a lot of miles and loyalty points to be used up. Industry reports suggest that there is more than $150 billion in unused loyalty balance in the U.S. alone. Just to put that in perspective, that is more revenue than what Google makes in an entire year. Last week, we spoke to executives in Paris, France. This week, we pivot back to the United States to speak with Mladen Vladic, the general manager of loyalty for FIS, one of the largest companies whose services you probably use every day, but that you may have never heard of. Headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida, FIS is one of the largest payments processors for both banks and merchants worldwide. So, are you ready? Let's learn how loyalty points play an increasingly important role in commerce, payments, and even card-linked offers. Well, good morning, Mladen. Good morning, Sylvia. Um, Mladen, I'm speaking to you in Florida, is that right? That is correct, in Tampa Bay, Florida. And, and tell me a little bit about the situation on the ground in, in Florida. I know the situation has been a little bit different in terms of COVID-19 in Florida versus other parts of the country. Yeah, so I would say uh, for the current or the latest update is that we uh, crossed the 20,000 positive cases mark a couple of days ago. There was a delay in a stay-at-home order, if you will, but it was issued probably now 10 to 12 days ago. And I would say we are all still in the process of finding the new normal under the under the circumstances, but very closely monitoring the situation, obviously, that we are seeing in the state of New York and uh, 20,000 positive cases so far in the state of Florida. 
Yeah. And Laden, as I mentioned in your introduction, you run the loyalty business for FIS and you talked about the new normal. What are some of the ways in which consumers are changing the way they use loyalty points? We have seen in the first couple of weeks, you know, to the mid-April, emergence of the completely new trend. And that is that after that initial shock, if you will, and, and stop, right, that we have seen for the most part in terms of travel, we are seeing that the consumers are now looking at their loyalty points as truly a loyalty currency and the extension of the currency, and that they're looking at another ways to monetize those loyalty points in that loyalty currency. So I believe that consumers are quickly realizing that the points can be monetized and converted to the cash equivalent. So whether it's a statement credit, whether it's some type of purchase or razor product, I think that the thought process is transitioning to put, you know, extending and expanding the home budget, the buying power for the consumer. Really interesting. And um, really what you're seeing is consumers in times of crisis looking at those loyalty points as a new way to pay, a new way to access a new currency, as you point out. Do, do you think that that change in consumer behavior, is that going to be permanent or is it just temporary during this um, economic downturn? The short answer, and I think we would all agree that it absolutely is going to change. There's no question in my mind about that. I, there are a number of studies out there conducted over years, and they suggest that humans change their habits within 60 days. The unfortunate part is that we're in the stay-at-home order for approximately, let's say, 30 days. I believe that the stay-at-home order for, let's say, state of California was issued on March 19th. And I know very encouraging signs over the last couple of days discussion about reopening the economy and how we go about reopening the economy in a very responsible way. But I believe that, you know, even in the most promising case, we are looking at that 60-day threshold, if you will. So if we establish that the new habit is formed, you know, within 60 days, I, I think we would all agree that we change the way that we live our lives. Uh, some habits that we are forming as part of this uh, development are going to stay with us and they're going to become new normal as we continue to live our lives in the future. What would you say some of those new normals will be? I mean, are there any specific uh, ways in which we pay that you think are just not going to go back to the same way it was before COVID-19? Maybe what are your one or two top areas that you think are not going to go back? I think the two most obvious examples for me is the dominance now of the e-commerce merchants, right? So the logical place for all of us to buy groceries, right? Or to think about going to the e-commerce merchant that have home delivery. So that would be absolutely one area where I would expect to continue to see this trend post. And then the other interesting one is the restaurant takeout and home delivery. As you know, many, many startups in that space. Uh, and, you know, we read now study after study and we see and hear that from the consumers is that the demand for those services is dramatically increasing to the point where they are hiring, you know, 50, 100, 300,000 people which absolutely is a great thing for the economy when we have, you know, 17 million unemployment claims over the last couple of weeks. Really, very interesting. Um, one of the things you didn't mention is travel. And of course, loyalty points have been a key driver of the travel industry, uh, airline miles in particular. Um, do you see any uh, changes there um, in terms of the use of loyalty points really closely tied to uh, airline miles? Do you see that changing at all in the future? 
I think it is a matter of time. It will force loyalty program managers to rethink loyalty program design. As you know, travel is typically priced as a premium award offering, especially in the premium card products, right? And in many instances, as you know, used as a differentiator. So under the current program construct, less points is being redeemed for travel, which costs a little bit higher when you look at the cost per point redeemed. And now those points are being used for some other categories. If this stays with us, I believe that most of the program managers are going to rethink the value prop in terms of the travel. And I also think that we will, as an industry, rethink the assortment that we are presenting to our consumers, right? So, so the relevancy of you know vacation packages, experiential awards, and, and other things that are similar in nature are not going to be as prominent or not as heavily marketed to the consumer because of the new normal that we all live in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the um, one of the news items that came across uh, this week is how some of the big banks um, that issue cards are going to the airlines and and pre buying airline miles. This will help the airlines and also help the the banks uh, using those miles to basically link those miles to card usage. So. Uh, consumers use their cards more. Do you see new ways in which card issuers will use loyalty points in the future? Uh, I do. And I think that the example that you are uh, mentioning, Silvio, is a great example, in my opinion, of the way that the industry is responding to these really you know, unprecedented times. And I think if we think about, you know, all of the players, if you will, in this ecosystem, it is a win-win-win, right? There's a help that is obviously needed in terms of the airlines. And then there is a benefit that that consumers are basically uh, looking for the banks, for the program sponsors to provide. So I do believe that this is a great example of the ingenuity and creativity that we have in the market, in this in this industry and in this uh, in this economy to think about the new ways to care for the consumer and to address their needs. So, so to answer your question, I believe that, that we are going to see more types of partnership like this one that is going to be centered around finding new ways to provide the value to the consumer. Your insights are very, very deep, and it's clear that you have great knowledge of the industry. Um, you know, one of the things I didn't ask you is uh, about FIS. FIS is the company that most of us use on a daily basis, uh, but we may not know we're actually using their services. We might not have even heard of FIS. Can you tell me in a minute or less, what, what does FIS actually do as a company? Uh, That's a great question, uh, Silvio. So FIS is really, uh, as you pointed out, not necessarily a widely known household name. And that's truly by design. So in summary, FIS is a technology provider that powers a number of solutions for banks, merchants, and capital markets worldwide. That's really helpful, Mladen. Well, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts um, and your really many innovative insights. Um, I look forward to being in touch and talking again soon, Mladen. Thank you, Sylvia. Bye-bye. Coming right up, some thoughts on how loyalty is changing today and in the future. Beyond air miles and points, it's fair to say that loyalty is one of those things that takes a long time to earn, but can take just an instant to lose. As we've just heard, 
the average consumer takes over 60 days to form a habit or develop a loyalty to a particular merchant. But it can take a much shorter period of time to lose a customer's loyalty. One thing that COVID-19 has brought is massive disruption to our loyalty habits while simultaneously creating new ones. What is emerging are some new behaviors that may stick with us long after COVID-19 is gone. One new loyalty habit is e-commerce shopping. Many consumers are buying goods for delivery that they would not have purchased online before. The best example of this, of course, is groceries. A recent poll conducted by RBC Capital Markets uncovered that in March of this year, 55% of Americans polled were using online grocery delivery, more than half, and that's compared with only 36% two years ago. One third of the participants said the first time they had used an e-commerce grocery service was just in the past 30 days. Now, one company really benefiting from this new customer habit is Walmart. The company witnessed a 460% increase in the downloads of its grocery delivery app for April compared to January of this year. Yes, 460% increase in downloads. So in an instant, grocery stores, including Walmart, will earn a loyal following in this newly critical category of grocery delivery. But loyalty works both ways. Loyalty can be lost easily too. The leader in e-commerce loyalty is Amazon with over 112 million Amazon Prime customer. The company is the King Kong of e-commerce delivery. But let's just say Amazon has not been covering itself in glory for the past several weeks. Just when customers needed them most, Amazon has failed to deliver. Did you see what I did there? The pun there, failed to deliver? Increased demand due to the coronavirus pandemic caught Amazon flat-footed. The surge in orders forced Amazon to stop taking new customers for its grocery delivery service, and many orders placed by loyal customers were canceled by the company due to limited capacity or low inventory. Amazon is even placing new customers who want grocery delivery on a waiting list while it attempts to hire hundreds of thousands of new workers. The long-run impact to Amazon is unclear, but it's fairly certain that many loyal Amazon Prime customers may rethink their allegiance to the company and defect to other retailers like, well, maybe Walmart. And once these customers move over, they may be very, very hard to win back. So in a nutshell, the new currency of commerce is much less about cash and much more about digital loyalty. So there you have it in 2020. Loyalty is king, not cash. Thanks for listening. For FinTech Friday from the Cardlinks Association, Talk to you next week. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares signing off.